Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mystic from the Red Zone. I am your host, Mystic. And today, as well, we have a very amazing guest host. Actually, the manager has returned, Samantha's World. So today, we're going to be talking about two subjects. The first subject we're going to talk about is destructive criticism and how destructive criticism can build us and how it can tear us down. So we're going to get right into it and let our guests introduce themselves. Thank you, Mystic. So nice to have me over here. And welcome to the Red Zone. Good job. I love it to do. Thank you, people from all around the world. Mystic Sports Chat, Entertainment Adventure, Marketing Skills. That's how you can find me over on Welcome to the Red Zone. Also, you can also find Mystic from the Red Zone over on Welcome to the Red Zone. So go check that out. So back to Mystic World on Destructive Criticism. Okay, guys, we all know that sometimes destructive criticism can hurt. But to be honest, destructive criticism can actually help us 100%. It can help us strong mentally. It can help us strong physically. And the way to do that is to just accept that sometimes things are not going to always work out. Sometimes things can seem harsh when really it's not harsh. Sometimes someone can say something that may you at that moment feel like is hurtful, but then once you go home or get into your quiet place and just think about it, you know, that is actually um, very helpful. It's just at that moment, you have to think about how sometimes destructive criticism can build your character. And the reason that it can build your character because if we look at destructive criticism, it's, it's nothing but a self-evaluation. And you only get offended by destructive criticism is if whatever they're telling you or talking to you about is true. Which means if you um, feel like if people say that you, you know, are a drama king or a drama queen, you know, and if you, like, get offended, then you are guilty of something. So in order to, you know, not feel offended is that you just have to accept it and change your attitude, change the way that you interact with people and just start accepting what's happened instead of complaining about things all the time because bad things are always going to happen. And me personally, I used to think the same way a lot of you guys did. I used to feel like when people say stuff to me or bad about me, that it was hurting me or they were trying to be mean or mentally they're trying to prepare you for the world itself and prepare you mentally to be stronger than what you are. Learn to take destructive criticism and learn from it and make yourself better. So we're going to go over to Samantha's world and let her talk about her experience with self-destructive criticism and how did it help her and how did it hurt her. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me over here again. So destructive criticism, one of the main things people mistake destructive criticism, criticism for is hate. A lot of people think that if someone gives you criticism, it's often hate and they mistake it for being a bad thing. One of the good things about destructive criticism is that it breaks down all of your flaws. 
it actually helps you to understand what maybe you need to improve on. A lot of times people aren't telling you they don't like your stuff, your music, your art, whatever you're making, because they just don't like it and want to hurt you. They're actually doing it so that they can encourage you in order to better themselves or improve you, which is a great way for them to express how they feel. You should never take it as a personal thing. One of the ways it's actually hurt me is I've taken some things personal. Never take anything personal. Always have that protective shield that says, okay, thank you. I appreciate your criticism. I appreciate what you have to offer. If you accept everything that everyone is offering all the time as it's a personal offense, you're always going to get offended and it's always going to seem like a bad thing. One good thing also about destructive criticism is that you may not know you are bad at something. You may think you're really good. But if you're going on American Idol and you never sing in a microphone, and you go on stage and the judges tell you, well, you're no good. Most of the time, it's because you really aren't good or you don't have practice. It takes a lot of practice to get on the stage to do those things. So what by that means is it's not that you're a bad person uh, overall. It's just your singing isn't that great. So go back and do some practices, do some singing, um, find yourself some quiet place where you can rehearse and to improve and take that criticism as a good thing. That way you improve and come back with a better head on your shoulder. So those are some ways that you can use destructive criticism to better help you than to struggle or take it personal. Back to you. Yes, yeah, she is correct. Sometimes we take it everything the wrong way at times. And, you know, some of the main key factors of destructive criticism that is famous is in the cooking industry. You know, you may get a tough judge to say that you can't cook. It's not the point that you can't cook. It's the point of you are missing some key ingredients. And like she said also, in music, everyone that says they hate your music, they're just trying to help you improve. Thirdly, it could be dress code. Some people may not like the way you dress. You know, and if you're a fashion designer, you know these things. And you know how hurtful it is when you walk into anywhere and people look at your outfit and notice that your outfit is cheaper than what they um, pay for theirs. And it doesn't mean, again, like they say, it doesn't mean that they hate what you have on. They just want you to improve better by working harder to get better clothes. And also, what we as a whole may get criticized or take the wrong way is in the entertaining industry. Sometimes in the entertaining industry, and I have myself, have been kicked off a lot of things such as apps, because of me personally not liking what people had to say to me until I realized that things that they have said, I've kind of thought about and come to find out they were right about what they, you know, did, you know. So construct destructive criticism can help you just as well as it can hurt you. But destructive criticism, it what makes us stronger, it what makes us wiser, and it makes us 
realize that we need to learn to take stuff less seriously and take it as a compliment to make ourselves better. Because if we don't, then we'll forever be in our feelings. And when we're when we get in our feelings, bad things begin to happen. Like breakups or grudges or even losing your business because we're taking things the wrong way. The things that we take that are meant to help us, we take the wrong way. But the things that we don't need to take the wrong way, we take the right way. So we're going to go to um, Samantha's Wells to give her her input on the situations of how sometimes we let our feelings overreact and make us lose out on good things and great deals. Thank you, Mr. Schwab. So our feelings um, counteract how we use destructive criticism. That goes back to what I was talking about earlier, where destructive criticism can affect our emotions. It can affect our feelings. It can affect the way we take things personally. One of the key things to do is meditation. If you start feeling overwhelmed, if you start feeling let down, if you start feeling sad, depressed, meditating helps. Also, reading a Bible. A Bible is a great way for you to come off of whatever you are feeling. The Bible has lots of inspirational scriptures. It has lots of devoted quotes. There are a lot of great ways for you to calm down. Another thing is if someone tells you something like, I didn't really like the music style and choice you sang, when you get told that, what you can do is ask them, well, what types of style, music, and choices do you like? That way you can better suit your vocals to something maybe be interested in listening to. Another thing is if you're a writer and you're writing a book, understand that writing a book takes one to even three years. Some writers finish their books in five or six years. The biggest thing is your book may not be a hit off the start. You may have wrote it now and in 10 years, that's when it starts getting a success. So what does that mean? Does your book suck? No, it just means people didn't pick up on it right away. People didn't hear it, or it wasn't the popular style at the time. You need to have versatility. One of the biggest things I find in life is having versatility. Knowing that if people aren't listening to rap music right now, they may be listening to country. If they're not listening to country, they may be into folk music or art music. One of the cool things about being in art or having any art experience or acting is literally that you can use it to benefit yourself. So acting is a great way for you to improv. Put yourself in scenarios where you, maybe if you're talking to yourself in your private room, you're going back and forth in a conversation, how do you react? Also go to YouTube, look up how to react to situations. Those are great ways for you to enhance yourself, make yourself more popular, um, grow your communication skills. One of the biggest things is growing your communication skills. If you don't know how to talk to someone nine times out of ten, talking to someone definitely will not work. You'll get angry, upset, frustrated to all your devices, which I can raise my hand. I have thrown my device hands up at least ten times. I'm sure Mystic has also thrown a couple of devices in a pit of anger. And the sad part is throwing the device does nothing for you. I don't know why, but if we're angry, we feel like throwing the device is a justification for what we truly have done wrong. 
It may not be what someone else has done wrong, but what we feel has been done wrong to us. And we're mistaking that nothing was done wrong to us. Actually, in fault, it was our own. We had an attitude, we threw a fit, or at some point or another, we said some things we weren't really meaning to say. Oftentimes, people take things wrong and misread the conversation or the situation. These people weren't intentionally trying to hurt you, but in the end, they actually did, and you took it personal. That goes back to taking it personal. You can't take everything someone says personal. You can't take everything literal. You need to have some sort of comedic stance that says, okay, being fun and educational and entertaining will help you break apart those narratives and understand. He was just joking, or it was a joke. It was comedic, or he may have thought it was funny, but to me, it's not funny. So how do we do that? Because Mystic World and I both come up on this. And some of the things he thinks is funny, I don't think it's funny. Some of the things I think is funny, he don't think it's funny. So what did we do? We broke down and started telling each other what we each other thought was funny. We started saying, well, I think this, 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 and this is funny. Do you think this, this, and this is funny? That way you're not feeling awkward. The situation is no longer weird. You're not miscommunicating. You're having a good conversation. So when you're, you know, disagreeing or you're getting destructive criticism, it's not that someone's trying to hurt you or tell you, oh, I don't like your jokes. I think you're lame. There are those people that say that a lot. But when in doubt, always revert back to literally making a joke out of it. Just lighten the mood. Tell something funny. Think of something you think that they might think is funny. Change the subject if you have to. I know there's those people out there, but change the subject. So we're going to head back over to Mystic's world so he can handsomely check out his awesome ideas on how the destructive criticism affects him. Well, it has, it, it, um, in ways, it has destroyed me a lot because by me never being, um, you know, criticized a lot by a lot of stuff. I guess in a way you can say, guys, I've been, I've grew up, I grew up with a lot of people lying to me in a good way to try to protect my feelings to the point where I wasn't prepared for constructive criticism. And when you're protected for most of your life and then all of a sudden, you know, the real world comes and they throw all these punches at you. And I don't mean literal punches, guys, but words, you know. And I, I guess in a way I wasn't ready for that. And I let a lot of stuff get to me. And it has really destroyed me in the fact where I've thrown a lot of people out of my life simply because of me not being able or not being used to constructive criticism. And once you get to that point, guys, where you once you get to that point, guys, you know where you um when do you too much. Yeah, like you know, when you're not used to doing that type of stuff, getting um criticized. And then all of a sudden, all these punches get thrown at you. It's kind of hard to take that all in. It's kind of hard to digest it, you know. And it hurts me so badly 
to the point that I'm not able to, you know, do anything about it. But I think the first thing that you can do is accept it and just let it ride. So, guys, and the lesson that I want you guys to learn as of today is that sometimes criticism can help you big time. So, as always, guys, I am Mystic from the Red Zone. If you're not loving what you do, you're in the wrong business. But before we check out, guys, let's get a special announcement to our sponsors. Um, our sponsors today is Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, for allowing us to um, be on our this platform for this long. Also, um, thank you, Spotify, for streaming, Radio City, Pocket Cast, Google, Apple, all of you guys, thank you guys so much for um, doing what you guys do and being a part of us. So, guys, and also um, check me out on all social medias, um, Rambelski211 at Instagram, CBGR on Likey, and uh, TikTok, RazorX, and all of those things. So thank you guys for coming. And Samantha's World, how can I find you? Thank you so much for having me over here. I'm Samantha World over on Welcome to the Red Zone. I am also Price Sound on Mikey, DJ Price Sound on TikTok. I'm Welcome to the Red Zone on Facebook, Welcome to the Red Zone on YouTube. I'm also Welcome to the Red Zone on Google um, Listen Notes, Radio Public, on Spotify, Listen Notes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and also thank you to our brother sponsor, CC, for having um, her lashes. She, she sells lashes. She also does YouTube and inspirational videos. So if you guys want, go check out CC World 2019. Um, she will now change it to 2021. Uh, so shout out to CC World. She's awesome. Thank you for supporting us and for getting us out there. If you girls are looking for lashes and you girls know lashes can be expensive, CC has a special way for you to get lashes for just $7. Literally, it's a skill. You don't want to miss it. Go check her out and message her. She will help you ladies out with special lashes. Thank you again for having me, Ms. Well. It has been super fun to be over here and can't wait to see you next time. Thank you guys so much. And as always, do what you love, love what you do. If you're not loving what you do, then you're in the wrong business. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, I am Samantha Squirrel, and she is Mystic Squirrel. <laughs> love you guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mystic from the Red Zone. I'm your host, Mystic. And today, as well, we have a very amazing guest host. Actually, the manager has returned, Samantha's World. So today, we're going to be talking about two subjects. The first subject we're going to talk about is destructive criticism and how destructive criticism can build us and how it can tear us down. 
So we're going to get right into it and let our guests introduce themselves. Thank you, Mystic. So nice to have me over here. For, and welcome to the Red Zone. Good job. I love what you do. Feature people from all around the world. Music, portraits, entertainment, adventure, marketing skills. That's how you can find me over on Welcome to the Red Zone. Also, you can also find Mystic from the Red Zone over on Welcome to the Red Zone. So go check that out. So back to Mystic's world on destructive criticism. Okay, guys, we all know that sometimes destructive criticism can hurt. But to be honest, destructive criticism can actually help us 100%. It can help us strong mentally. It can help us strong physically. And the way to do that is to just accept that sometimes things are not going to always work out. Sometimes things can seem harsh when really it's not harsh. Sometimes someone can say something that made you at that moment feel like it's hurtful, but then once you go home or get into your quiet place and just think about it, you know, that is actually um, very helpful. It's just at that moment, you have to think about how sometimes destructive criticism can build your character. And the reason that it can build your character because if we look at destructive criticism, it's, it's nothing but a self-evaluation. And you only get offended by destructive criticism is if whatever they're telling you or talking to you about is true. Which means if you um, feel like if people say that you, you know, are a drama king or a drama queen, you know, and if you like get offended, then you are guilty of something. So in order to you know, not feel offended is that you just have to accept it and change your attitude, change the way that you interact with people and just start accepting what's happened instead of complaining about things all the time because bad things are always going to happen. And me personally, I used to think the same way a lot of you guys did I used to feel like when people say stuff to me or bad about me, that it was hurting me or they were trying to be mean or mentally they're trying to prepare you for the world itself and prepare you mentally to be stronger than what you are. Learn to take destructive criticism and learn from it and make yourself better. So we're going to go over to Samantha's world and let her talk about her experience with self-destructive criticism and how did it help her and how did it hurt her? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me over here again. So destructive criticism, one of the main things people mistake destructive criticism, criticism for is hate. A lot of people think that if someone gives you criticism, it's often hate and they mistake it for being a bad thing. One of the good things about destructive criticism is that it breaks down all of your flaws it actually helps you to understand what maybe you need to improve on. A lot of times people aren't telling you they don't like your stuff, your music, your art, whatever you're making, because they just don't like it and want to hurt you. They're actually doing it so that they can encourage you in order to better themselves or improve you, which is a great way for them to express how they feel. You should never take it as a personal thing. 
one of the ways it's actually hurt me is I've taken some things personal. Never take anything personal. Always have that protective shield that says, okay, thank you. I appreciate your criticism. I appreciate what you have to offer. If you accept everything that everyone is offering all the time as it's a personal offense, you're always going to get offended and it's always going to seem like a bad thing. One good thing also about destructive criticism is that you may not know you are bad at something. You may think you're really good. But if you're going on American Idol and you've never sang in a microphone and you go on stage and the judges tell you, well, you're no good, most of the time it's because you really aren't good or you don't have practice. It takes a lot of practice to get on the stage to do those things. So what by that means is it's not that you're a bad person uh, overall. It's just your singing isn't that great. So go back and do some practices, do some singing, um, find yourself some quiet place where you can rehearse and or improve and take that criticism as a good thing. That way you improve and come back with a better head on your shoulder. So those are some ways that you can use destructive criticism to better help you than to struggle or take it personal. Back to you. Yes, yeah, she is correct. Sometimes we take it, everything the wrong way at times. And, you know, some of the main key factors of destructive criticism that is famous is in the cooking industry. You know, you may get a tough judge to say that you can't cook. It's not the point that you can't cook. It's the point of you are missing some key ingredients. And like she said also in music, everyone just says they hate your music. They're just trying to help you improve. Thirdly, it could be dress code. Some people may not like the way you dress. You know, and if you're a fashion designer, you know these things and you know how hurtful it is when you walk into anywhere and people look at your outfit and notice that your outfit is cheaper than what they um, pay for theirs. And it doesn't mean, again, like they say, it doesn't mean that they hate what you have on. They just want you to improve better by working harder to get better clothes. And also, what we as a whole may get criticized or take the wrong way is in the entertaining industry. Sometimes in the entertaining industry, and I have myself, have been kicked off a lot of things, such as apps, because of me personally not liking what people had to say to me until I realized that things that they have said, I've kind of thought about and come to find out they were right about what they you know, did, you know. So construct, destructive criticism can help you just as well as it can hurt you. But destructive criticism, it what makes us stronger, it what makes us wiser, and it makes us realize that we need to learn to take stuff less seriously and take it as a compliment to make ourselves better. Because if we don't, then we'll forever be in our feelings. And when we're when we get in our feelings, bad things begin to happen. Like breakups or grudges. 
or even losing your business because we're taking things the wrong way. The things that we take that are meant to help us, we take the wrong way. But the things that we don't need to take the wrong way, we take the right way. So we're going to go to um, Samantha's Wells to give her her input on the situations of how sometimes we let our feelings overreact and make us lose out on good things and great deals. Thank you, Mr. Schwab. So our feelings um, counteract how we use destructive criticism. That goes back to what I was talking about earlier, where destructive criticism can affect our emotions. It can affect our feelings. It can affect the way we take things personally. One of the key things to do is meditation. If you start feeling overwhelmed, if you start feeling let down, if you start feeling sad, depressed, meditating helps. Also, reading a Bible. A Bible is a great way for you to come off of whatever you are feeling. The Bible has lots of inspirational scriptures. It has lots of devoted quotes. There are a lot of great ways for you to calm down. Another thing is, if someone tells you something like, I didn't really like the music style and choice you sang, when you get told that, what you can do is ask them. Well, what types of style, music, and choices do you like? That way you can better suit your vocals to something they may be interested in listening to. Another thing is if you're a writer and you're writing a book, understand that writing a book takes one to even three years. Some writers finish their books in five or six years. The biggest thing is your book may not be a hit off the start. You may have wrote it now, and in 10 years, that's when it starts getting a success. So what does that mean? Does your book suck? No, it just means people didn't pick up on it right away. People didn't hear it, or it wasn't the popular style at the time. You need to have versatility. One of the biggest things I find in life is having versatility. Knowing that if people aren't listening to rap music right now, they may be listening to country. If they're not listening to country, they may be into folk music or art music. One of the cool things about being in art or having any art experience or acting is literally that you can use it to benefit yourself. So acting is a great way for you to improv. Put yourself in scenarios where you, maybe if you're talking to yourself in your private room, you're going back and forth in a conversation, how do you react? Also go to YouTube, look up how to react to situations. Those are great ways for you to enhance yourself, make yourself more popular, um, grow your communication skills. One of the biggest things is growing your communication skills. If you don't know how to talk to someone, nine times out of ten, talking to someone definitely will not work. You'll get angry, upset, frustrated to all your devices, which I can raise my hand. I have thrown my device hands up at least ten times. I'm sure Mystic has also thrown a couple of devices in a pit of anger. And the sad part is throwing the device does nothing for you. I don't know why, but if we're angry, we feel like throwing the device is a justification for what we truly have done wrong. It may not be what someone else has done wrong, but what we feel has been done wrong to us. And we're mistaking that nothing was done wrong to us. Actually, in fault, it was our own. We had an attitude, we threw a fit, or at some point or another, we said some things we weren't really meaning to say. Oftentimes, people take things wrong, and 
misread the conversation or the situation. People weren't intentionally trying to hurt you, but in the end, they actually did, and you took it personal. That goes back to taking it personal. You can't take everything someone says personal. You can't take everything literal. You need to have some sort of comedic stance that says, okay, being fun and educational and entertaining will help you break apart those narratives and understand he was just joking or it was a joke. It was comedic or he may have thought it was funny, but to me, it's not funny. So how do we do that? Because Mystic World and I both come up on this. And some of the things he thinks is funny, I don't think it's funny. Some of the things I think is funny, he don't think it's funny. So what did we do? We broke down and started telling each other what we each other thought was funny. We started saying, well, I think this, 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 and this is funny. Do you think this, this, and this is funny? That way you're not feeling awkward. The situation is no longer weird. You're not miscommunicating. You're having a good conversation. So when you're, you know, disagreeing or you're getting destructive criticism, it's not that someone's trying to hurt you or tell you, oh, I don't like your jokes. I think you're lame. There are those people that say that a lot. But when in doubt, always revert back to literally making a joke out of it. Just lighten the mood. Tell something funny. Think of something you think that they might think is funny. Change the subject if you have to. I know there's those people out there, but change the subject. So we're going to head back over to Mystic's world so he can handsomely check out his awesome ideas on how the destructive criticism affects him. Well, it has, it, it, um, in ways, it has destroyed me a lot because by me never being, um, you know, criticized a lot about a lot of stuff, I guess in a way you can say, guys, I think I've grew, I've, I grew up with a lot of people lying to me in a good way to try to protect my feelings to the point where I wasn't prepared for constructive criticism. And when you're protected for most of your life and then all of a sudden, you know, the real world comes and they throw all these punches at you. And I don't mean literal punches, guys, but words, you know? And I I guess in a way I wasn't ready for that. And I let a lot of stuff get to me. And it has really destroyed me in the fact where I've thrown a lot of people out of my life simply because of me not being able or not being used to constructive criticism. Once you get to that point, guys, where you, once you get to that point, guys, you know, you, um, when you do too much. Yeah, like, you know, when you're not used to doing that type of stuff, getting um, criticized, and then all of a sudden, all these punches get thrown at you, it's kind of hard to take that all in. It's kind of hard to digest it, you know? And it hurts me so badly to the point that I'm not able to, you know, do anything about it. But I think the first thing that you can do is accept it and just let it ride. So, guys, 
And the lesson that I want you guys to learn as of today is that sometimes criticism can help you big time. So as always, guys, I am mystic from the red zone. If you're not loving what you do, you're in the wrong business. But before we check out, guys, let's get a special announcement to our sponsors. Um, our sponsors today is Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, for allowing us to um, be on our this platform for this long. Also, um, thank you, Spotify, for streaming, Radio City, Pocket Cast, Google, Apple, all of you guys. Thank you guys so much for um, doing what you guys do and being a part of us. So, guys... And also, um, check me out on all social medias, um, Rambelski211 at Instagram, CBGR on Likey, and uh, TikTok, RazorX, and all of those things. So, thank you guys for coming, and Samantha Squirrel, how can I find you? Thank you so much for having me over here. I'm Samantha Well over on Welcome to the Red Zone. I am also Price is Out on Mikey, DJ Price is Sound on TikTok. I'm Welcome to the Red Zone on Facebook, Welcome to the Red Zone on YouTube. I'm also Welcome to the Red Zone on Google, um, Listen Notes, Radio Public, on Spotify, Listen Notes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And also thank you to our brother sponsor, CC, for having um, her lashes. She, she sells lashes. She also does YouTube and inspirational videos. So if you guys want, go check out Sixth World 2019. Um, she will now change it to 2021. Uh, so shout out to Sixth World. She's awesome. Thank you for supporting us and for getting us out there. If you girls are looking for lashes and you girls know lashes can be expensive, she has a special way for you to get lashes for just $7. Literally, it's a skill. You don't want to miss it. Go check her out and message her. She will help you ladies out with special lashes. Thank you again for having me, Mr. Well, It has been super fun to be over here. And can't wait to see you next time. Thank you guys so much. And as always, do what you love. Love what you do. If you're not loving what you do, you're in the wrong in the business. business. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, I am Samantha Squirrel, and she is Mystic Squirrel. <laughs> Love you guys.